good day to you. Here's a great question for you. Who is my neighbour? Transformation always begins with a change of mind, drastic transformation, revolutionary transformation, radical transformation begins with an equally drastic, revolutionary, transformational change of mind. We need to think bigger. We are entering a season where we will need to love our neighbours as ourselves. Yes, love your neighbour as yourself. Wow, what a revolution that would cause. If we're going to survive and thrive, we need to ramp up our game. Thus, this provokes the question, the very important question, who then is my neighbour? And the answer, I hope, will surprise you and delight you. It's the type of person you esteem the least. You may even despise that type of person. What? The earliest recorded answer to the question, who then is my neighbour, was given to a person who wanted to justify themselves as being a good person. They saw themselves as a good person, a model citizen. It's in Luke chapter 10, and I'm going to read the story at the end if you're not familiar with the parable of the Good Samaritan. But it's a really important parable for our culture, and for a very good reason. The answer to the question was the most misunderstood childhood story of all time that story of the Good Samaritan, but it has given rise to one of the highest esteemed, most valued organisations of all time, the Samaritans, and we are very grateful. Yes, the story of the Good Samaritan. To the original audience, that would have been an oxymoron. An oxymoron is where you put two phrases together that don't fit. So it's like an honest thief or a good devil. Why? Because the stereotypical, and I'm being very careful with my language here, the stereotypical, not the real people, the stereotype, the stere stereotypical Samaritan of the time was the type of person the Jews distrusted the most, even more than the Romans. Uh, they even hated them. So let's get real here. The hero of the story is the bad guy. The neighbouring peoples of the Samaritans and the Jews were not friendly towards one another. They did things to each other that really compromised what they believed in. They attacked their values and beliefs of both parties and uh, there was a lot of, lot of animosity between them. The hatred was at a level mirrored by so many ethnically justified conflicts around the world at the moment. So you could imagine Palestine. Yep or in Northern Ireland in the worst times of the Troubles. Do I need to say more? Anywhere around the world where there's been ethnic cleansing, that's the kind of tension we're talking about. Okay, so the story of the Good Samaritan would have been as offensive to Jesus's listeners as to any us and them scenario you can think of going on in the world at the moment. We are all prejudiced. It's time to wake up to that. I'd like to think I've evolved beyond prejudices, but I know that I'm positively biased towards anybody called Neil or Lex. Neil, my first name, Lex from my middle name, Alexander. How ridiculous is that? If your name is Neil or Alexander or Alex or Xander or Lex, I'm going to be unnaturally, or naturally perhaps, unfairly biased towards you. And if your name is the same as my ex-missus, I might just have a little bias against you. How stupid is that? But it's the truth. And if you've got a personalised number plate, let's not go there. Right. Okay. It's not logical. It might be natural. It's kind of tribal. But it is very, very silly. And it's not going to serve us as we evolve to a higher level of thinking. People like us 
like us. People who are unlike us, unlike us. And I'm not just talking about Facebook. It's tribal. It's kind of natural. It's very worldly. And it's not the pattern of thinking that will bring us the transformation we need. So let's go back to the story of the Good Samaritan. To add insult to injury, not only is the hero of the story the bad guy, stereotypically, a despised and hated member of the opposition, the true villains of the story are the good guys. The spiritually and allegedly ethically superior guys, the priest and the Levite, who cross over and walk on the other side of the street when they see their fellow countrymen beaten up, robbed and left for dead. Imagine what they do when they hear a seller of the big issue. Have you ever crossed over the road when there's been someone going, big issue? This is hard stuff, isn't it? Um, the bad guy, the Samaritan, does the right thing and shows what a good neighbour should do. Muck in, roll up your sleeves and help at great cost to himself. Now hang on, you're going, Lex, what do you mean at great cost to himself? Well, we need to understand the context of the story. The context behind this story is about as bad as you can imagine. By helping the member of the enemy race, the Samaritan was not only making himself out of pocket because he pays for the injured person's health care. He inconveniences his business. He loses time. So he was on his way down from Jerusalem to Jericho, probably to do business. So he's lost time. And he was also putting himself in harm's way. And this is the big one. Why? Because in those times of heated prejudice, extreme prejudice, the Samaritan helping the injured man would initially be taken as an admission of complicity in the robbery. Yes, the Samaritan was potentially taking the blame, before he could explain himself, for the injury of the man. This is some super neighbour. Super neighbour. The relatives of the hurt man would come to the scenario clean. They wouldn't come to the scenario clean or unbiased. They'd come totally biased. They would first assume that the Samaritan was involved in some way in a bad way. So there was a risk that vengeance would be taken on the Samaritan. Folks, have you ever been misunderstood? Have your good intentions or deeds ever been misunderstood? In this virus crisis, who then is your neighbour? In this virus crisis, who then is my neighbour? Your neighbour and my neighbour is the person you and I are least likely to want to help. And that, neighbours, is what will make all the difference. Love your neighbour as yourself. And as promised, I will read the story to you. This is from Luke 10, 25 to 37. Behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? He answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind, and your neighbour as yourself. He said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But he, desiring to justify himself, asked Jesus, Who is my neighbour? Jesus answered, a certain man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and he fell among robbers who both stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. 
By chance, a certain priest was going down that way. When he saw him, he passed by on the other side. In the same way, a Levite also, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he travelled, came where he was. When he saw him, he was moved with compassion, came to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. He set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the host and said to him, Take care of him. Whatever you spend beyond that, I will repay you when I return. Now, which of these three do you think seemed to be a neighbour to him who fell among robbers? He said, He who showed mercy on him. And Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise.